These readings we have pretty often for beasts of doctors of the Church, so I think I will forego to day reading them in English. You probably have them in front of you anyway in your hand missiles or online somewhere, so you've already had a chance to see them. Today we celebrate the feast of St. John Chrysostom, who died in 407. He was the Archbishop of Constantinople and a brilliant orator. He had the power to move people greatly. As a matter of fact, I think it's Cyril of Alexandria who attributed to him getting the crowds so kind of riled up that they went and destroyed the Temple of Diana, which was counted as one of the wonders of the world. He was exiled because of the Arian crisis, and he had a lot of really strong things to say. I like to call him the patron saint of telling it like it is. In his writings, he doesn't pull any punches, quite literally. As a matter of fact, I pulled out a couple of quotes from John Chrysostom that I thought, that just amused me no end, and I find him amazing. The effect he must have had on crowds is astonishing. Anyway, here's a homily about statues. This is from John Chrysostom. I'll just go, it's an extended quote. The other ones I have here are shorter, but this one's kind of fun. Since our discourse has now turned to the subject of blasphemy, I desire to ask one favor of you all in return for this my address and speaking with you, which is that you will correct on my behalf the blasphemers of this city. And should you hear anyone in the public thoroughfare or in the midst of the forum blaspheming God, go up to him and rebuke him. And should it be necessary to inflict blows, spare not to do so. Smite him on the face, strike his mouth, make holy your fist with the blow, and if any should accuse you and drag you to the place of justice, follow them thither, and when the judge on the bench calls you to account, say boldly that the man blasphemed the king of angels. For if it be necessary to punish those who blaspheme an earthly king, how much more so those who insult God? It is a common crime, a public injury, and it is lawful for everyone who is willing to bring forward an accusation. Let the Jews and Greeks learn that the Christians are the saviors of the city, that they are its guardians, its patrons, and its teachers. Let the dissolute and the perverse also learn this, that they must fear the servants of God too, that if at any time they are inclined to utter such a thing, they may look round every way at each other, and tremble even at their own shadows, anxious lest perhaps a Christian, having heard what they said, should spring upon them and sharply chastise them. <laughs> John Chrysostom on statues. Now you think about how uh, things have changed. Um, our mores have changed. 
Uh, let's uh, let's find another one here. Ah, here's uh, here's something here's something for the feminists who are watching today. Um, John Chrysostom on the priesthood. The divine law has indeed excluded women from the priesthood, but they endeavor to thrust themselves into it. And since they can do nothing by themselves, they attempt this through the agency of others. These women have become invested with so much power that they can appoint or eject priests at their will. It would be better if men were to rule instead of women, because the latter have not received a commission to teach. Why do I say teach? For the blessed Paul did not permit them even to speak in the church. But I have heard someone say that these women have obtained such a large privilege of free speech that they even rebuke the prelates of the church and censure them more severely than masters do their own servants. Uh, well, I, you know, in a way, I have a real sympathy with the last part there, especially um, given some of the twaddle that we hear from, from some bishops today. Um, and uh, if, uh, if Christians should be emboldened to go up and smack people in the face if, they if, they're, if they're blaspheming, then maybe it's a good idea for, for bold women to go up and correct bishops. Um, I think Augustine would have agreed. Uh, I think he saw his, uh, his mother in this role, um, uh, Monica uh, Augustine, had a, had a teaching about the homo spiritualis, or spiritualis, who... Um, uh, though he may not even be ordained, uh, is nevertheless by his spiritual authority um, has the ability to uh, correct uh, even bishops. But uh, I thought that that was, uh, that was kind of fun. Um, here's the last thing. Speaking of bishops, this is from the Acta Apostolorum. I speak not otherwise than it is, but as I find it in my own actual experience, I do not think there are many among bishops that will be saved. Do not tell me that the priest or deacon is at fault. Their guilt comes upon the head of those who ordained them. Well, you know, it's often attributed uh, to John Chrysostom, um, the phrase that the uh, what does it say? The road to hell, or the, pave, the the floor of hell is paved with the skulls of bishops. Well, that doesn't appear anywhere in uh, in, in John Chrysostom's writings or homilies. Uh, but this uh, this line from the Acta Apostolorum um, is uh, nevertheless very strong stuff, very strong medicine, uh, and it should be strong not just for uh, for bishops uh, and for the ordained, but also for all of us, uh, because this is serious business that we're into. Um, our salvation is uh, something to be taken very, very seriously. As one can see from the, the few little pull quotes here, you know, just kind of amusing quotes, amusing to us in our modern day. Nevertheless, they do con convey um, something of the great conviction of a man of mighty faith and intellect uh, in a very difficult time, uh, who stood up in the storm of controversy and taught the truth even though there were consequences for him, uh, dire consequences for him in his life and making things for him uh, precarious and, and maybe even perilous at times. So let us take the example of our 
of our great saints of our of our beautiful church who in their lives put it all on the line and said it like it was Dominus Obiscum. Oremus. Deus, eu sou Paulo Floreiro e sigo-te, eu escolhi em Libra, o resto do Dominicabitur. Deus, eu sou Paulo Floreiro e sigo-te, eu escolhi em Libra, o resto do Dominicabitur. 